Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Working Title. This is your podcast host, Keyshawn Rains, and I'm bringing to you a conversation with someone that I really admire. Truthfully, I admire all of my guests, the ones that I've had the privilege of being able to share space with, spend time with, get to know on a deeper level, people that have supported me, shown up for me, encouraged me, poured positivity into my life over the last couple of years are people that I follow on social media and some of them I met in very interesting spaces for example this particular guest we actually worked together at an undisclosed company (laughs) during holiday season a couple years back and the first couple of times that we started having conversations I realized how much we had in common she's an author she's an Instagram personality she's a YouTube personality she's a mother she's just an all-around amazing human being and I'm really grateful that she said yes again to being a part of this project this podcast sharing some of her wisdom shining some of her light and just allowing us to be a witness to it so today's featured guest is the one and only Talisa Ray So sit back, get comfortable, and allow yourself to enjoy another conversation. I have not heard your lovely voice in so long. I know, except for like via social media. How have you been? I've been okay. I've been, I mean, I say I've been okay. I've been really well. I've been really good in my spirit. It's been calm. I've got some mm. peace happening, so I don't have any complaints. I've been doing really well spiritually. I've been doing That's really good. well, and so once you have the peace, everything else is absolutely nothing. Everything yeah. kind of just falls into place, right. or at least it's got to get through like the peace filter to be able to try to get to you. Absolutely. And, and the peace filter is pretty strong. It's like, uh-uh, don't, don't come over here trying to don't do it. Peace. Don't do no. it. So don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't even we're not even friends it. like that. Don't even do it. Not even. Yeah, right. <laughs> you didn't. Your name's not on this list. Uh-uh. No, you can't. It's not available. I'm actually. It's we've moved. We're not even at that address anymore. Not even. So I didn't. I didn't give you my forwarding address either. So right. I don't even know how right. you got in contact with me. Exactly. Yeah. Because right. I, I. I can relate to that. Yeah. Because sometimes it feels like. Yeah, you get to that place where you're like, okay, you know what. The world is what the world is, but in here, in my orbit, in my inner world, yes, I'm at peace. I'm at and peace. when I go out and you know into the world and deal with the world, I'm going out with this, you know, this protection, this shield around me that is okay. impenetrable and, as and, long as I choose for it to be that way. Absolutely. So. And I don't know if you realize that when you get the that center, that peace, that energy, and mm-hmm. then it, it engulfs you. The people around you who are chaotic, they mm. tend to disappear. Yes. They tend yes. to have gotten the memo that you have moved on and they disappear. Situations even have to go eventually. They may be trying to be, you know, it tries to penetrate and get you all chaotic. And when it says, oh, well, she's not answering. Right. It figures out how to work itself out. It always <laughs> does. It works itself out every single time. And every like, single time. Every single time. Because you have a clear yeah. head, you, you know, you, you have a clear head, you have a better understanding. So you can really apply that knowledge and wisdom. So I'm always so for that anyway. Exactly. Oh, no, I, I love that. <laughs> no, I know. That's great. I love that. Yeah. I, um, I've, it was, yesterday was my first day back uh, recording uh, with guests, um, aside from my rants that I record by myself. But um, 
I realized I was like, what do I want to do differently this season um, when it comes to, you know, having return guests? And so because I'm like, I already already know these these people, you know, like I I know enough about them. I know, you know, there's a level of um, a level of comfort, you know, level of of familiarity there. And um, but I also know that because I've been away for so long that aside from social media, I'm really like, okay, but, but like, what else is going on with everybody? Right. Is everybody good? Like, is everybody okay? Is everybody and okay? Cause you do, you're it, right. You only see a little bit. On social only see media. a glimpse. Yeah. Only see a glimpse. And that was kind of what I wanted to, to dive in with you today. But before we go there, I do want to give you a chance to introduce yourself to the listeners who don't know who you are and just share your name um, your social media handles where people can find you and then your astrological signs, please. Okay. So <laughs> I am Talisa Ray. You can find me on Instagram at I am Talisa Ray on Snapchat at I am Talisa Ray on Twitter at I am Talisa Ray on YouTube. I am just plain Talisa Ray. So you can get rid of the I am and it's just Talisa T is in time, A, Lisa, L-I-S-A, Ray, R-A-E. Put in the search and you'll see me. There I am with red hair on all of my platforms, even though I go through a, a plethora of phases when it comes to my hair. Um, <laughs> and then my astrological sign, I am a Virgo sun sign, a Libra moon sign, and a Capricorn rising. Ooh. Right. <laughs> I'm all like... Hmm. <laughs> like, hmm. No wonder people think I'm a little bipolar. Like, hmm. But you know, that's an interesting blend because okay, Virgo Sun, that's Earth. Libra Moon is air mm-hmm. and Capricorn is Earth too. Is Earth. Yeah. So you have the Earth and the Air, which which in most cases means that you're very grounded in a lot of ways. And I think that having the Virgo and the Libra as your two, I would say, most dominant um, influencers. And this is something I'm still becoming more, you know, well-versed on. Okay. I went to, um, I went to this festival in Atlanta in April called Wanderlust. And it's a big like yoga, holistic healing meditation festival. And they had it at Piedmont Park, which was dope because it was basically all the black instructors that I've ever seen oh, wow. on social media were there. And that's the reason that I was like, I need to go. Yes. And so one of the people who did a, um, a workshop was all about how your astrology, you know, influences your personality and how it shows up in your yoga practice, et cetera, et cetera. The majority of what she spoke about was the moon sign. Okay. And what I found interesting was, you know, in Western culture, mainly America, we tend to focus on in the, the astrology world on the sun. Yes. And whereas in other parts of the world, the focus is on the moon. Really? And which made sense when she explained it. She said, how often do you hear about like a sun ceremony versus a full moon ceremony? And mm-hmm. women in particular, our bodies, you know, are ruled by the moon as far as our cycles and menstrual cycles and all those things. And so I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have not been paying attention to the moon as an influencer for astrological purposes Me and then also just for physiological purposes yes, and, yes. and so on. And so when I started studying it more, I am a Cancer sun, a Sagittarius moon mm. and a Scorpio rising. Oh, wow. So mine is water, fire and water and which is interesting. Yeah. Water and fire make boiling water. Yes. I'm all like, 
Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> look at me. Okay. Okay. And, and what's interesting with the air and it becomes smoke, like it and it, it becomes smoke. It's steam. It's hot. It's hot and steamy, like a sauna. Like yes. I can only be yes. in here for twelve it's minutes so before I pass out. Please open a window. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Goodness gracious, I'm sorry. Like, it's hilarious to me. I love it though. I love it. I love it. it. That's me. So, when I started to study a little bit more, I was like, okay, because the things that started to stand out was she did basically a read of the entire audience, like a general read. Like, she went through all 12 signs and kind of gave us like a little quick two minute this is what you are, this is what you're like, da da da. So, for me to be a Sagittarius moon. Sagittarians are fire signs. They're very adventurous. They don't like to sit still. They're very creative. They're very strong-willed. Cancers, water signs move a little bit slower, more of a homebody, more Mm. guarded, Mm. more, you know, nurturing. But what she described was, you know, you have this need to, to run. And I was like, Wow. Where am I going though? <laughs> right. Said, yeah. But she basically was saying like, do you often, do you ever feel like you just need to get away? Like you just need to like not deal with people, not deal with anybody and to have that freedom, that free spirit. And I remember, you know, you and I doing uh, one of your episodes on your YouTube channel that we were talking about like polyamory and the freedom of relationships and all that kind of stuff. So when I started to study this moon sign stuff, a lot of things started, started to make sense. a lot more sense. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I did yeah. see a piece of your um, wanderlust um, uh, video on mm-hmm. Instagram. And when you said that, I do specifically remember you saying, about being an adventurer and feeling like you needed to go. And that is exactly how you feel all the time. And I actually could see that when she, when you were saying the adventurous and you need to get away. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's funny mm-hmm. how um, you relate to your moon sign more, you know, and I, when I think about it, like I, I, I wear Virgo proud. Mm-hmm. Okay. On my shoulder, like proud. I'm proud to be a Virgo with the, with it. And so when I found out I was a, also a Libra moon, it kind of made sense when I think about Libras, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Libras are people pleasers. They want to, they want to help people. They want to make sure everybody is happy. And in addition, they're a little, they're a little, a little bit self, a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-absorbed, just a tad, just a tad. And I thought to myself, well, that kind of makes sense because I do Mm -hmm. find myself always wanting to make sure uh, people are happy. People are comfortable. I don't, uh, I, part of me is like, I want to make sure everybody feels a certain type of way. Like you're, feel, you feel welcome. But the other part of me, excuse my French is like, fuck you and what you're going through. And I Pretty think much. that's the Virgo and the Capricorn. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I could be a little bipolar to people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? At one minute I'm welcoming and open. And what is it I can do to help you feel better? And in the next breath, I'm all like, well, that's your problem. You, you really need to deal with it. I don't have time. I want to be by Literally. myself. Don't Literally. don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And Capricorns are very, um, they're very driven. Yes. and they're very goal oriented. And they're I call Capricorns are completers. They're mm. like, I started this. I need to complete it. And everything else can fall away until I'm done. So sometimes that laser focus can serve you well if you're against a deadline or you want to like finish a degree or you're working yes. on a weight loss goal or whatever. Yes, yes, but yes. sometimes that laser focus can shut out the rest of the, of world. the world. So yeah. to be like super cognizant of that is important. And 
I mean, I'm surrounded by Libras. Uh, I have what I call like a love hate relationship with Libras because (laughs) I'm surrounded. My father's a Libra. One of karma is a Libra. My son is a Libra. Oh yeah. You know, I had to put like a rule in my like relationship rule book. Like I will not date another Libra Libra. ever in life. (laughs) And then it was like Libra. And I'm like, get away from me. Like whack-a-mole. Like, uh, uh, no, but because the the you know the attractive part is like they're people pleasers and they are they're lovers they're amazing diplomatic caring human beings but a lot of their people pleasing comes from the necessity of balance yeah they don't like conflict but sometimes they put themselves out you know because they're trying to make sure everybody else is okay absolutely which you know can create resentment and you know it's a whole host yeah a host of of issues yeah but yeah so I can yeah. totally see how people when when I hear people be like oh she flips well I can see why people would think that where it comes from where it comes I know exactly where it comes from I can understand it now and I'm I totally am about trying to understand who I am and mm. trying to make sure you know that I self-reflect a lot of time and check my mm-hmm. energy and be aware and cognizant and I'm always the person that wants to love you where you are so if I've met yeah. you today and I think we become friends, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you might be a little wacky or crazy, mm-hmm. but I, or, you know, I don't know, have a bad attitude, complain too much, whatever. I love you where you are, right? Mm-hmm. However you are, I'm not trying to make you better. I may, you know, if you ask me some questions, I'm definitely going to give you my opinion. I'm definitely out of loving kindness going to provide you some insight. However, mm-hmm. I love you where you are. And I have an issue with people who don't love me where I am. So that's yeah. kind of weird. I don't, you know, and I, yeah. I, I'm working on that. Like everybody's not me. So mm-hmm. I can't expect for it to be reciprocated to me. That right, same right. type of love. So I, I'm working on that. Right. And I mean, I think that comes from a place of like compassion at the root of that is I love you where you are is I see you flaws and all. Mm-hmm. And I honor that person. Now you might have aspirations to become a better version of yourself, but this is what we're getting right now. So this is all we can work with. This is all we can. Yeah. So like, and I was talking about this with my son the other day, because, you know, he's, you know, just finished high school, getting ready to go to college. And we were having a conversation about social media because he's, you know, prepping to go to university in the fall and they put a bunch of the incoming freshmen in like this group chat. Yes. They and do so they're that. chatting with each other to yeah. kind of get to know each other. And then in the process, they're sharing their social media handles and most of them are on Instagram. And he's looking at their social media handles and looking at their pages and kind of getting a glimpse of who they are. But mm-hmm. then we were talking about it and he was like, but that's their Instagram person. Right. Who are who, they really? That young man and is smart. I, I'm very proud. Yes, I'm just you like, should be. I'm very proud. <laughs> and be. he asked me, he was like, so what's it like for like y'all? He was like, for, for y'all, like older people, he was like, do you find the same thing? And I said, well, you know, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Mm-hmm. Like when I went to Wanderlust in Atlanta, most of the people that I chose to take classes and workshops with were people that I followed on Instagram. So all I really knew of them was what they shared on Instagram their yoga practice, meditation, a little bit of lifestyle, a little bit of business, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So it gave me enough of a glimpse to say, I want to meet them. Mm -hmm. Some of them were exactly what I expected. Okay. Others, I was like, oh, Oh, I I know. 
that's not you're different. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that yeah, that it, right. dog face, like, huh? Like, uh, right, right. Yeah. And it's tricky because I think like someone like yourself who has a, you know, a very, you know, a powerful presence on social media, you know, is utilizing these different platforms, specifically like your YouTube channel, um, you know, doing like reviews of TV shows, movies, Truthful Thursday, which is one of my favorite things to watch, the girlfriend chats, like all those things. You're sharing a lot of yourself um, very publicly, even on your Instagram stories, like your workouts and your, I love when you're talking at work in your cubicle and I'm like, is anybody around watching her? <laughs> like, how does, is everybody at lunch? Like, there's <laughs> no one sitting near me. There's, well, they're normally out. And the person that used to sit in front of me moved downstairs and the one that sits behind me, he, uh, is always out in the field and in the row on the side of me, they're all out in the field. And then there's some engineers that are probably like two or three cubicles across with an aisle so I'm pretty much in like this secluded area next to a conference room next to a wall I'm gonna have to show that when I go to work on Monday so that I'm sure now that you say that I'm sure people do wonder because my cousin always says aren't you at work (laughs) right right and I'm like you know undisclosed work location but you know we we those of us who've been in the office we know what What work background looks like So I'm always like, I know when I worked in an office, I wasn't, I didn't have that much uh, freedom Freedom. or bravery to be able to like pull out my phone and, you know, this and that. But um, would you say, just giving like a self-assessment, would you say that who you represent or who you are on social media is identical to who you are off, you know, off the screen, offline? Absolutely. It is a mirror image. So who I am on social media is exactly who you would see in person, who you would meet. I am the same exact person. Now, wait, let me just, let me take, let me, let me, let me take a step back. Wait, hold on. Let me pull up just a second. Because on social media, I am a lot friendlier. You know mm. what I mean? I'm a lot uh, more outgoing on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I meet somebody from social media or if I meet you for the first time, I am still that person. However, I'm really not friendly. Like, mm. I really don't like people. Like, <laughs> you're not alone. But, but those are my alone. real thoughts and ideas and feelings. And like, that, that's really who you are. So that, that is a part of me. It's not like a persona. That is a part of me. But mm-hmm. I am really more of a, and I try to show that occasionally, you know, mm-hmm. my irritated side, my I don't want to be bothered with these people side, the who is in my bathroom stall side, like, mm-hmm. I, I try and keep it balanced, because I know that social media gives a false impression of people. Yeah, no, it definitely can. Yeah, it, it does. And so um, I really strive at being who I am. And specifically on my YouTube platform, I really strive to be her every single day because that is probably where I am the most vulnerable, where Mm -hmm. I am the most open, where I might cry, where you see fashion style, when you see my thoughts about relationships, like that is who I really strive to be. And you can catch on on YouTube me 
getting ready to get into it with somebody. Like I was mm. gonna have a fight at the gym because the girl mm. wanted to jump. And I thought, well, this ain't me, but let me tell you something. I know I look all nice and smiley. Hi, how you doing? But I will hit you in the throat. And then there's a problem. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm all like, so I really strive to be who you see on YouTube. I am mm-hmm. who you see on all my social media platforms. But a lot of times it's a piece of me. Like, I don't, you know, I try not to show the, I'm, I don't really like people, but I may have to mm. go ahead and, and implement that because I don't want anybody to have a false sense of who I am. You know right. what I mean? I don't want anybody right. to think that, oh, well, she was like this, but and when I met her in person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Even though if I probably meet you in person, I am going to be friendly. I am because mm-hmm. it's a one-off. You know what right. I mean? It's right. not a continue. It's not a continuous or a continuum of our relationship. It's a one-off. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I think about people who know me in real life. Like, mm-hmm. not that I care what they think, but I think about if they see me on, when they see me on social media, is this who they see? Is this the same person that they see in person? Right. I asked a friend of two and she, one of my girlfriends said, absolutely. It's the same. It's the same. You, you mm-hmm. are exactly the same you like right she said we see you get an attitude we see you roll your eyes mm-hmm. I said well, okay I mean but I, I, I'm not I don't like people so right. you know. hey <laughs> no and I know and I appreciate that and you're not alone I, a lot of people are dumb so it's you know it's 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 okay and and the reason I asked that was because I noticed that like my son you know he's been here visiting me out in DC for like the last couple of weeks since he got us out of school And he was asking me, like, you know, how come you're not posting as often? How come you're not this? You know, how come you're not doing your stories every single day? And I told him, I said, because I'm not in the mood. Right. I don't don't feel like it. And I said, there was a time where, you know, because I, like, transitioned from, like, one Instagram to a different because there was some glitchy shit. And I also wanted to get rid of a bunch of followers all at once. So I switched. Yes. And um, when I switched, I noticed that even just internally that I was like, you know what? I'm going to be as authentic as I possibly can be on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, on starting to build some YouTube traction, but mainly Instagram, I'm going to be as authentic as possible. I'm going to, some days, maybe I won't use a filter at all for the day, or maybe I'll do a filter that's obviously a filter or whatever, or maybe I'll talk about what's actually happening because what I started to do at some point in the past was I would be having like a horrible day, but because I made this social media posting schedule and I was trying to stay on track and I'm building traction, I need to have this many posts. I would be, you know, finishing a full on meltdown and then get on social media. Like, yeah, right. Wonderful day. Right. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I would go back and I would watch it myself and I'm like, you full of shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I realized that, I would rather be the authentic me because, you know, one of my biggest inspirations is Oprah Winfrey. And I know that Oprah Winfrey guarantees she has days where she's like, I don't like people either. She's Mm -hmm. also, is she not a Virgo or Aquarius? She's an Aquarius. I think she's an Um, Aquarius and you know they don't like people. Girl, at all. (laughs) (laughs) So so when she has to, you know, put on the Oprah and because the Oprah is a brand and right. the Oprah is, you know, it's a, it's a force, you know, it's a, it's a presence that she can't roll up to Super Soul Sunday with the attitude because that's not indicative of her brand. That's not right. what she wants to represent. So in my mind, previously, I was like, well, I got to bring the Keyshawn 
for the stage. I yeah. got to bring the Keyshawn for the camera. And the Keyshawn doesn't have bad days, really. She, If she does, she, you know, namastays her way through it. She doesn't have, you know days of anxiety or depression or bad relationships or homelessness or financial issues. So we just got to, you know, keep it all joy, joy, joy all the time. And I realized that I didn't even feel like I was connecting with myself on my own Mm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's when I decided I was like, I need to go on a little hiatus. I need to take some time away. I need to get back to me and get clear on what is my message? Because Most people that I've seen, you know, that I follow, that some people I know personally that have built a full, a fully profitable brand through social media, primarily through Instagram or YouTube, did so when they got very clear on what their message was, what their why was. So for you, what would you say is your why? What is your message when you're on social media? Okay. So I'm actually in the process of doing some sort of rebranding. Right. Of myself, mm-hmm. of of me, of my, my of my brand, of my platform. But I ultimately my message is to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Right? To be true to who you are, you know, regardless of the flaws, be your authentic self. Present who you are and let people meet you there. Mm-hmm. That is my message. I my intent is to encourage, uplift, and support. I believe that is my purpose. However, in that same brand, I mean, in that same breath mm-hmm. or respect, I feel like, like you said, on my YouTube channel, I do a lot of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been trying to figure out, well, what's my niche? What's my niche? What is mm-hmm. it? You know, yours is yoga, right? Mm-hmm. What is mine? And I'm all like, well, I, I really have been struggling mm-hmm. with finding what it is. Mm-hmm. So... I had to backtrack and think about what was my purpose when I started. Mm. My purpose when I started my channel was to help women who wanted to be wives or were married, um, love their spouse and understand how a marriage works. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's not what we think. It's not that, you know, people get married. It's the white dress. You think about that and they don't think anything past it. Like, so it was me trying to convey from my experiences what it truly is Mm -hmm. to be a wife or what to expect Mm -hmm. or how to react, you know, kind of in addition, do some self-reflecting because really my brand is for women. It's about women. Mm -hmm. Though men look and they come and they join in and I welcome them. I really am about women, uplifting, Mm. encouraging, and supporting women. So I say all that to say, I am going to rebrand myself. Mm. um, And it's going to be a play off of, I'm going to be a wife coach. So you would be considering me as the wife coach. Okay. Mm. So I went and looked to see if the wife coach was taken. Mm -hmm. And there's somebody who is the wife coach. And, And there were several people. And so I was like, Oh, wait a minute. So this is a thing. I are, they, this... are they why are they all white people? No, this... girl. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Let me tell you okay. And not even people of colors. The one that I all the ones mm-hmm. that I have seen, which were about two or three of them, were mm-hmm. all black women. Oh, Do you hear yeah. me? I was I like, love wow. it. Yes. I was like, okay. and this was the epiphany last night. 
talking mm. to Michelle um, after our lives, mm-hmm. we had a conversation that lasted probably three hours where we worked through a lot of stuff. Mm. Um, she's good with her brand and where she's going. She just rebranded herself and we were talking and I just said, I don't, I don't know what my brand is. And that's why I haven't been as successful as I would want to be. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like success can come with me just getting to one person that to me is successful, mm-hmm. which I have done. Right. right. But I want my platform to grow mm-hmm. and I needed to figure out the brand. And so as we were talking, she was like, it was, it was out of her mouth, you know, cause we were having one of those spiritual mm-hmm. come to Jesus moments, you know, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was, she said, cause we were, t- I was like, well, I wanted to go back to school to get my MFT because Mm, I'm mm -hmm. good at, or not, I wanted to, I want to go back to school to get my MFT Um, because of my book. Not that what I'm saying as I'm writing this book is invaluable, Mm -hmm. but I understand that people um, hold more value to it when you have something behind your name. They value the letters. They value, they value the letters behind your name. Mm -hmm. However, I've already put out in the universe, like, listen, they're hey. not going to even notice that the letter's not there. Literally. No, they're, they're not. They're not, they're no. not going to notice that the letters aren't there. Right. And so because of what my book is about and because of what my situation and why I started it, I figured when she said, because, oh, let me, I'm sorry. I had said, okay. um, oh, I want, you know, I'm going to go back to school, get, become an MFT because of my book, blah, blah, blah. And then um, she was like, well, what about you being a life coach? And I was like, I don't want to be nobody's life coach. Do you know how many life coaches are around here? I'm not trying to weed through the sea of fish that are life coaches. I mean, even though I could set myself apart and set my brand apart, I don't want to have to put in that kind of work. And then Mm. she just, it just hit her. She was like the wife coach. Mm. My eyes swelled up with tears Mm. because it resonated with my spirit. And we instantly got on the internet to see first, if it was taken if mm-hmm. there was a podcast, if mm-hmm. there was a YouTube channel, and there was. Now, the, and they're mm-hmm. all different people, which is mm-hmm. fine. So mm-hmm. then I said, well, I could be the wife coach, like right. the, ulti- the. the ultimate, you know what I mean? <laughs> when you say the, you think ultimate, hey. top of the yep. line, you know, <laughs> there yep. it is, wife coach. And so mm. now I'm still playing on it. I don't know if I want to add an adjective or not, but mm-hmm. it's mine. And um, I'm going to use this as my platform if anybody decides they want to, you know, hey, come on listen, after. This what's today's date? It's, uh, it's June 14th, at 1029 uh, Pacific Standard Time. We did Thank notary you. to we, come in here and stamp it. Stamp it. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I witnessed it. Therefore, it is real. It is real. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm wow. trying to determine if it's going to be more impactful if I do, you know, add a an adjective, you know, the relatable wife coach, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I am relatable. I mean, everybody's right. a wife could be a, anybody. If you've been married or want to be married, you could say you're a wife coach. You could say you didn't mm-hmm. mention stuff, you know, so what's going to set me apart, you know, and I right. am very relatable. I am people, you know, I, I am very non-judgmental. I don't by any means necessary, look at you and say, well, you should have done this. That's mm-hmm. not what it is. So I'm, right. I'm just trying to figure that out. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. There, there we that's are. amazing. There we Thank are. you for sharing that. That's amazing. And it's, and it's, time for a break, time for a breather. One thing that we often forget to do as we move throughout our lives, throughout our day, is to breathe. 
So I invite you right now to allow three deep intentional breaths to enter and exit your body. And by the time you're done, we will be ready to continue. Thank you so much for listening. I was talking to someone the other day and we were talking about um, purpose. You know, like how do you, how does a person identify their purpose? Mm -hmm. How do you find their purpose? Mm -hmm. And you have people who are at different stages of their lives, different ages, et cetera. And they're, you know, they're at the, they're at a point where they're like, why am I here? Like, yes. what am I really here to do? Like, seriously, like if I were to go tomorrow, what would my legacy be? What would, my, what would it look yes. like? What would it look you like? You know, what, what would I be remembered for? Because social media has this way of, I mean, no shade, but making everybody feel important. Absolutely. Which, Absolutely. I mean, technically we, we are, are right. God's children. everybody important. I get everybody. that. However, some <laughs> of us are just more important than others. Because... Some of us have a specific purpose. We have a specific purpose. Yeah. And I, I mean, I believe in my heart that everyone from the gardener to the to the queen has a purpose. Absolutely. You know, I believe that everybody does and everybody's purpose looks different. And I think that sometimes, you know, people are in their lives where they're like, well, I'm not, you know, uh, an outspoken person. I'm not personable. I'm not relatable. Uh, I don't want to be on camera. I don't mm-hmm. want to do, you know, that's not my world. How do I find purpose and how do I make myself significant in this current world that we live in unless I have this grand purpose? presence and this big brand and my message to them was like your brand might be a behind the scenes person absolutely you know you might be the editor who reads the book that I'm writing so that I can get it published without errors or you might be the person who handles my wardrobe behind camera behind so I don't camera. look like a fool when I'm on stage Absolutely, or you might be the person who you know wakes me up on time or prepares a meal or you might be the person who's just the biggest cheerleader in the audience like yes. everybody has everybody has a purpose I, I love yeah. that I love that I absolutely love that. It makes me feel like maybe that's what we're going to talk about on the 22nd. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is. And we put it, you can take, take that one. Take yeah, that. Don't, don't girl, the ideas, they come like, and I'm like, Lord, I don't have any more pencils. I can't write them all down. I got notebooks all over the place. Like, right I like person. that. But, but no, and, and, and the, and I thank you for sharing, you know, that experience of you coming to that place where you're like, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes, for us, you know, for women, for adults, once you get to a certain stage and age of life where we reinvent ourselves. Yes. And that's something that's happening for me right now is, you know, my son's getting ready to go to college. Um, Amazing. I'm in this, you know, second preparation for like the second act, which really feels like the sixth act <laughs> in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know like Oprah calls it the second act and everybody, oh, second act. And I'm like, I mean, I feel like I've done second. second We're like, probably on at least five or seven five, at this baby, point. You and me Girl. both, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I have reinvented myself several times several times <laughs> but I'm at that place where I'm like it's time to do it again and it's interesting that you said um earlier like my niche is yoga my niche has been yoga for the last I'd say four and a half years before I became a yoga teacher my niche was just empowering women yes period yes and 
empowering them, you know, from the inside out, you know, and, and I, you know, would host women's empowerment circles and groups and we'd meet at parks and coffee shops in my living room and anywhere we could find a place to sit. And I'd have all these really grand ideas and programs and topics and we'd work through stuff and it was like a beautiful connective experience. And then I became a yoga teacher and yoga became my thing. But what I realized was you were still empowering women. I was still empowering women in the process. Yes, you were, man. Yes, so ma'am. the per- yeah, so the purpose is still, still the there. Same. It's just being expressed in a different way. And even now, I just started teaching in a new studio here in DC and I shared on Instagram the other day, like how I came to the studio was followed somebody on social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thankfully their social media person was the same as their real person. Right. right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. And we built a genuine connection and she offered me a position and I'm in there. Most of my students end up being women as well. Right. Most of the people that I feel connected to end up being women as well. And so I feel like it's always there. And when it comes to identifying yourself as like, a brand we all go through that process of like what are we going to call ourselves so for me when I started my first company it was so hum wellness and that was because I wanted to still am going to create an overarching brand that has you know yoga meditation women's empowerment you know help mental health physical health and it's this big umbrella like so hum wellness is going to be the apple of the wellness community in my vision so what I also am doing now is creating those little sub brands, those sub markets. Mm-hmm. And that's where me, Keyshawn reigns across all platforms. am starting to identify what that looks like. Yes. And a lot of that looks like transparency yes. and vulnerability. Yes. And that shit a little scary. It, it's not a little scary. It's a lot of scary. Talk to, talking to the lady who's always <laughs> transparent and vulnerable on her social, all her, especially specifically her YouTube platform. You know, you only got a few minutes on Instagram for me. Um, But absolutely, it is a scary situation to put yourself out there, to be so open, transparent, and vulnerable. That that key word is vulnerable because you can be transparent but not be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I, I commend you. I'm excited for this new chapter of your life. And you're right, having Keyshawn Reigns as the, as your, overall umbrella being able to let everything trickle down on all the apples from the I, I love it because I'm mm-hmm. Talisa Ray and so I think that's going to be the name of my website and it's going to say Talisa Ray yep. the wife coach or whatever whatever you know and I, I, it's going to come mm-hmm. I just have to do the work so hopefully this Capricorn rising hey. comes on and it shows up a little bit not too much but just enough right. <laughs> Yep. To keep you to focused. Get, to keep get, me mm-hmm. focused and get this stuff, get the work done. Because when my I book agree. comes out, it all it all is going to tie in. And I just, you know, I don't know. Where would I've you been... say that your um that your affinity for coaching wives, where where does that come from? What do you think drives that? That's a good question. Um, it's probably more of a personal personal drive personal because of my situation and my own failures Mm. in my marriage and my unhappiness I feel like it is important for someone to help shed the light on what you really go through because when I got married I was 34 Mm. was I 34 I was 34 I was independent Mm -hmm. had my own mindset 
And I wasn't really ready to welcome someone into my space, though I thought I was. I wasn't welcome to, I wasn't open to, I wasn't really open to sharing my space, sharing my thoughts and my, someone being around all the time. I had been independent so long and I think I failed my marriage. And mm. so as such, you know, cause I can't put blame on anybody else but me. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like the drive for that is so that there are so, there are so many women that want to be married, mm-hmm. that don't understand what marriage is, don't understand the concept. And it isn't even marriage. It's a committed relationship. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's a, you know, whatever that parameter is as it relates to a relationship, I feel like so many people don't understand it that we get misguided. We are, and then the people who have experienced it are afraid to open their mouth and say something because they're afraid of being called a hater or she's not mm. happy for me or, you know, so I feel like I, it's, it, it and I don't know if that, I, look, and here I am, mm-hmm. I'm stuttering and going kind of backtracking, but it is something that literally dropped in my spirit. It is something mm-hmm. that God gave me. It right. was laying in the bed, self-reflecting on, on me. Cause I want to mm-hmm. say that I am the motivation <laughs> Or, or the the drive comes from me, but it was really deposited mm-hmm. when I was self reflecting. When God dropped, He dropped it in my spirit and said, "Well, what's in a wife?" The, there you go. And so, um, so my spirituality is my driving force, my driving motivation. And uh, fortunately for the world, I don't push my beliefs on people. You believe what you believe. However, mm-hmm. we all have a central, a common denominator about certain things, respect, right. love, you know what I mean? So that, right. that love is really the central denominator. We all have mm. that. What, whoever it is that we decide is our deity or whatever we worship or don't worship, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you do, even mm-hmm. an atheist has love as a center. You see right. what I mean? So. Right. I think that that's the common ground. So fortunately for the world, I am full of love. I love it. I love that. I love that. And that's important. That's important. And, you know, I was listening to um, a podcast the other day and one of the the guests on the podcast talked about, you know, if you're out there and you're thinking about, you know, I want to, I want to create a brand. I want to create a service. I want to create a business. Think about instead of, I want to start something. I want to end something. I want to end, you know, poverty. I want to end shame. I want to end abuse. I want to end, you know, self-hate. I want to end all these things that when I think about what you're creating is in a sense, it's ending a lot of the misconceptions. I was going to say, I want to end the misconceptions about being a wife or being married because it's not for everybody. Okay. Everybody shouldn't get married. No, they should not. Let's say that twice. Everybody should not not get married. And you need to know that before you go say, I do, or you, you know what I mean? Before you decide, this is the man for me, girl. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) You might not be a woman that is meant to be in that kind of relationship. You might need to be a free bird. Own that. Right. Own being a free right. Bird. And own that. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's where I think another where another way 
that social media has that way of creating that false reality of, you know, hashtag relationship goals. How do you know How do you from know? a picture? From a picture? From a picture. Because you don't One. know if he's beating her on the side. If he's Girl, abusive. he could be breaking her fingers behind her back. <laughs> or, she be be breaking breaking or she could be breaking yeah. <laughs> She could be pulling on the back of his shirt. Like, when we get home. Actually, we don't even live together. We took this picture just for social media. Just for social like, media. Just... Absolutely. Yes. And it's so... so funny that you say that. Absolutely. Because being married, people would see our pictures on social media and they would say, oh my God, you can tell how much he loves you. Okay, now mm-hmm. I don't I don't negate none of that, any of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if I was him, I'd love me too, okay? Hey, so... I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna toot toot a little bit just a bit, <laughs> just a little bit. there's that libra um <laughs> so um and i think about um well he did but they never talked about what i showed back um, you know what i'm saying like they didn't see that same spark in my eyes they right. always i think back and i remember them saying he loves you You. so much you can see it when he looks at you how much Mm. he loves you how he admires and adores you like the sun and the moon and the earth rise set and rotate with you like yes you know and but they never spoke about what they saw for me right right I mean that's a deal that's a thing that's a hey that's a thing that's a thing I mean and I'm like yes adore me all that yes but there is but I you know and I also think that you know people People, we express love and we express affection in different ways, but it is, it can be sometimes off-putting when you receive that public opinion, Mm -hmm. so to speak, about your relationship based on what people see on social media. They see a picture, they see this or they see that. Oh, cute couple. Oh, relationship goals. Mm -hmm. Oh, they must be so in love but that's just I mean sometimes it's a false representation or even if it is an accurate representation it's just a sliver yes of what it takes what it, to be able to create that that image. right you know what I mean it's like trust and believe we this relationships are work and I think that you know I feel like you are the type of person who is so well versed on these things because of your personal experience and you know, I know people can go to school, they can get all they can get the degrees, they can get the letters behind their names, they can study the case studies, they can do this and do that, but there's nothing like, no, I lived this. And mm-hmm. because I lived it, this is what it looked like. This is how I can speak to it. This is how I can inspire and educate other people. But um I know that we could just keep talking for hours. Yeah, I looked at the thing like, oh, didn't we just fly by? We went and flew by every time. (laughs) So before we wrap up, I just have a couple things that I want to ask for you. Um, number one, these are my these are what I call my final questions. Um, how did you show yourself love today? Uh actually, every morning I wake up, I light my sage. And I say affirmations to myself every single morning. And for me, that is part of my ritual of loving myself. It gets me in uh, the right mindset to be in a great day. So I feel like I love myself by my routinely preparation to get ready for the day, being mindful of who I am and speaking positivity, love and light into me before I step foot outside that door. Mm, I like that. Um, next question is what is your power word? Oh my goodness. I surely wish you would have told me this stuff before. Cause then I could have, <laughs> <laughs> you know, then, you, know, you can think about it before you gotta just, yeah. yeah. Oh, my power word. oh my goodness. 
I don't know if I have a power word. Um, okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay, can we come back to that? We can come back to that. We can come back to that. The last part of the podcast that I'm doing a little differently this season is to um, is to share what I call like a message or affirmation. I like to use um, different decks, like Oracle decks and have different messages. And I have one particular deck that's non-denominational. It's non-tarot. It's non-angelic. It's just some really cool, positive messages. Oh, I love it. So what I'm going to ask you to do is to pick a number between one and 52. Uh, so my favorite number is seven. Okay. Okay. So the message for number seven is leaping in love. <laughs> and what goes with that is the question or the, the statement that follows it. Cause there's a little book that comes with it. It says Romeo and Juliet, Bogey and Bacall, they've got nothing on you. It's romance time, whether it's a new partner or falling more deeply in love with your own rock star life, become besotted with your dream, act as if it has already happened. Everything, as they say, is coming up roses. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. I, if I, 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 look, I'm speechless. Like, if that is not in alignment with our conversation today, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is. And I still don't know what my power word is. <laughs> well, the word that was coming up for me when I was listening to you was love. I was, I heard... okay, so I did, I wasn't going to say love, but I was like, that's so cliche. No, I think it's something no... else, but I did. Love is never cliche. Yeah, I was going to say, powerful, I was going to say, I promise you that I was mm-hmm. going to say love is my power word, but I mm-hmm. just, I'm going to learn how to just go for, just go with it. Go, go with go it. With it. Go with go it. With when it. that when that voice speaks to you, go with it. Well, I appreciate you so much for everything that you shared and everything that I get to, you know, take in from our conversation today. And I encourage you to continue to move in the direction that you're moving in and continue to stay rooted in love and faith and wisdom and experience and let those be the things that guide you forward that when you get those divine downloads, those messages on your heart, those inspirations that you follow them, that you let them nurture you and that you let them encourage you because you're doing powerful things by being your whole and complete self. And I just appreciate being able to be a witness to it. You are the absolute best. Okay. The (laughs) absolute best. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor and a pleasure. I'm so excited for you. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's do it. All right, girl. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Okay. All right. Peace. It's time to wrap this up. And I just want to say very sincerely, thank you. You have your choice of thousands of different podcasts that you could be listening to each day. And I appreciate you for choosing this to be one of them. Right now, in this moment, I see the light, I see the love, the wisdom, the beauty, the prosperity, the creativity, and the pure joy that shines within each of you, and I bow humbly before your divinity. Namaste. Now that you've taken the time to listen to the podcast, let's stay connected. 
You can find me on social media at Keyshawn Rains or my website, IamSoHum.com. Check out my first book, Because I Said So, on Amazon. If you enjoy what you've heard, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast.